Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey everyone, what's happening? Welcome to Mage TV. I am Mage. The transfer window shut. We know that Liverpool didn't do any additional business to Takumi Minamino. But Melissa Reddy in The Independence has written a brilliant article, a real long read into what Liverpool's transfer targets and their transfer business is like to sh- like it to shape up like moving into the summer. Obviously, we've seen Kylian Mbappe talking about Liverpool a lot recently. I'm going to talk about him uh, and the likes of Kai Havertz in a second. But first and foremost, this video is brought to you in association with One Football, the tremendous football app right here. Get it in your pocket. Get up-to-date news on everything around football. You've got Liverpool covered. You've got World Football covered. You've got Match Day Centres. You've got Opinion. Everything you need to you need to do to follow Liverpool from home or abroad, near or far, is contained within the One Football app. Get involved. I'll put the link in the description underneath. Um, download it. I use it. It's an essential part of my weekly football routine, and it's very, very good indeed. And you will like it too. I promise. Yes. So we've seen Kylian Mbappe talking about Liverpool. He's been extolling the virtues of the football club. And why wouldn't he? Liverpool are amazing. We had Julian Lorenz coming out and saying that, look, if Liverpool could afford to pay the money, uh, then Kylian Mbappe would would obviously uh, be interested in joining Liverpool. And I saw a few reactions saying, well, obviously, of course he would. I thought, is that obvious? Is that obvious that he would want to join Liverpool? Because, uh, yes, I get it. When you, when, you, when you spell it out, European champions, Premier League champions-elect, world champions... World champions, it's it makes sense. Why would why would any player not want to join Liverpool, particularly under the, you know under Jurgen Klopp as well? So, but for me, you know, I remember there's been plenty of Mbappe's down the years, and why by that I mean there's been plenty of heirs apparent to the, the the throne of greatest football player on the planet and all that kind of stuff. Like, and obviously we're still living in the Messi Ronaldo era, but you know there's been plenty of hot young talents. Or guys who were established as the, amongst the world best. It's very rare that Liverpool actually go out and sign them. I remember there was a brilliant rumor before Zidane joined Real Madrid that Liverpool were interested, and all they had to do was secure Champions League qualification. And we didn't secure Champions League qualification, uh, and eventually end up at Real Madrid, and we were all absolutely devastated and cried hot, salty tears forever and ever and ever. I'm exaggerating, of course. So the notion that this guy who is, you know, look barring unforeseen circumstances, he is going to be the next Ronaldo. Both of them. Both of the Ronaldos. He's going to be probably the best player in the world. The fact that he would be interested in joining Liverpool is a brilliant thing. Will Liverpool do the business? I'm not so sure. And it's one of the things Melissa Reddy discusses is the fact that there are players that Liverpool are interested in. Are Liverpool interested in Kylian Mbappe? Yes. Yes, they are. Of course they are. Everyone is interested in Kylian Mbappe. Everton are interested in Kylian Mbappe. They're not going to get him. They're not going to get him. There's, you know, major other major football clubs would be interested in him. They're probably not going to get him. Why? Because his wages are just ludicrous. He's on stupid, stupid money, and he would cost stupid, stupid money to buy. Now, I'm going to make, make a case for why that might not hinder Liverpool, but I'll come to that in a second. Do the players that are in the article that are mentioned are Kai Havertz, Jaden Sancho, and even uh, Hyung Sun Min, and uh, Marcus Rashford as well. Marcus Rashford. But 
this is not football managers, the real tricky issue that we've got here. It's one thing having players be interested in you. Now, in the old Chapman footy manager world, there was always a way around it. You could always find a way to, to get the money. Filter by interested. Wow, look who's interested in me. And what can you do? Oh, can I... Can I spread it out over 600 years? Can I have it made up by one pound up front and then 42 million pounds when they make 300 international appearances, et cetera, et cetera. Obviously, football doesn't quite work like that. You know, maybe it works like that for one or two football clubs. No, I don't want to delve into right now. But yeah, for Liverpool, it certainly doesn't work that way. And what's really interesting about what, what Melissa talks about is... There's a temptation, there would, there would very much, I think, be a temptation for Liverpool to break the bank this summer, because they can, because there must be, like, look, like Man United have been doing this, Ed, Ed Wood would have been doing this for ages. Who's interested? Well, doesn't matter where they fit, just buy them, go for it, go nuts. Paul Pogba? Sure. Why not? Angel Di Maria? Why not? And they were, God, they were doing this with Juan Veron under Ferguson, um, and more besides. There might be a temptation from Liverpool's hierarchy to think here, because I think FSG, I think FSG might would agree potentially to Liverpool going out for it. Let's say Mbappe. Let's use Mbappe as a top example of this, because let's be honest, they've never been afraid of spending money on the Red Sox. You know, you go out and get the guys who can who can do the job. We've seen Liverpool doing very un Liverpool things. It's easy to sit there and go, Liverpool won't do that because Liverpool don't do that. Liverpool didn't, Liverpool weren't, Liverpool would never have signed a £75 million centre-half. It just wasn't the thing that Liverpool did. Liverpool have broken the British transfer record a number of times, but it was always for forwards, it was always for goal scorers. We know we did big money on Stan Collymore back in the day, big money on Emil Heskey back in the day, for big money on Andy Carroll back in the day, all to you know, varying successes, of course, but Liverpool have been prepared to go big every now and again, but not, for, not on functional players. So Liverpool going for Van Dijk does make me think that, and, and to be fair, under Jurgen Klopp, he rewrites the rulebook. Every time we think as fans, we've got a handle on what he's doing, what he's going to do, and what is the Liverpool way, what is the Klopp way. He throws something out of left field and completely changes the changes the game. So Liverpool going big on a goalkeeper. What, where has Liverpool ever spent big on a goalkeeper? Look, we, we bought what Kirkland and Dudek in one transfer window, and that was pretty big money at the time. But realistically, were Liverpool ever going to spend upwards of £20 million on a goalkeeper? It seemed like a flight of fancy, but they went and did it and it made the team better. The point that the, the, the counterpoint to all of this is, is the point that is very well made by Mel in, in, in her article is that Liverpool could go and buy, could probably go and buy Mbappe. And I reckon FSG, if you if FSG would do it. Because if you go out and buy Mbappe, what it does is it tells world football that Liverpool are an absolute big boy. It tells the world that we are a Real Madrid, we're a Barcelona, we are, a, 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 you know, not Manchester United on the pitch, but what Manchester United are and what they've been willing to do in, in recent years. It says you are in the upper upper echelon, the 1%, the creme de la creme. You are therefore all, all of a sudden an option for any player that's ever played the game. So the next time a, a Messi or a Ronaldo or a Zidane or a Ronaldinho or a ro original Ronaldo, whatever, rolls around, you meet Liverpool become a club that they could just go to without it being... They, they become a, on, a, on a stature par with Real Madrid all of a sudden. So there's a benefit to doing that. But the thing is, in terms of how Liverpool are constructed, there's two reasons why it won't. And one of them is there's no space for him in the squad right now because Kylian Mbappe's got to play. And look, is he significantly better than what Liverpool have got right now? 
you might argue that he is. You might argue that he's better than Roberto Firmino or Mohamed Salah or Sadio Mane. I, I, and he might be. If you're going to have to spend $300 million on Kylian Mbappe... And the most you're ever like, going to get for a Mane or a Salad is like 150, which sounds like I'm saying like oh, it's only 100. That would still be you know basically a world record close to a fee. Is he twice the player of those players? He's absolutely not. Liverpool, I think, and what we did with Allison, what we did with Van Dijk was go big because we need we identified the big holes where we needed world class ready made talents to to take the team up a notch. And at the minute, we just don't need that. Now, next. The end of next season, we might, because as all those players start to get towards 29 and then they're on the path to 30, you might be thinking, okay, now's the time to cash in on one of those guys and reinvigorate and bring someone else in. And then you might need to go big. You might need to make that statement signing, but you'll have a space in the squad where it makes perfect sense. And what was telling as well, of course, it's mentioned that there's a lot of talk of Salah might move on in the summer. And I say a lot of talk, it's more that he's, if anyone was going to, it would be the most realistic one. And what's really encouraging is that by all accounts, there's no signs from any of those players that they're remotely interested in moving on. And I wondered whether you might you might get that. So Liverpool are in no are in no rush. There's no pressure. Liverpool actually don't need a global superstar to take this team up a notch. We've got players ready to ready who still haven't firmly established themselves. Kate is still not firmly established himself. Minamino's just bedding in. We've got young lads who will benefit from more game time. You know, Curtis Jones, it's all well and good going out and saying, well, let's go and buy an attacking midfielder. But if it stands in the way of Jones, you know, you might get someone who's maybe good for a couple of years now. But look at Trent Alexander-Arnold. If Liverpool had gone out and bought a right back, which a lot of people thought we should have done to be fair because the early signs of Trent we're not going to be a world beater at right back how could that be he's now the best right back in the world because Liverpool have trusted in him they've given him the game time Curtis Jones could go on and be that for Liverpool you don't want to stop that you've got the likes of Nico Williams coming through you've still got Harvey Elliott who's 16 years old to come through Liverpool are very well positioned that as much as buying Kai Havertz might I, I, I look Liverpool might yet buy Jaden Sancho or Kai Havertz and I think if it was me I would go out and actually go and buy one of them two over over Mbappe because I don't think it breaks your wage structure. It might it'll break your transfer record probably to buy one or the two of those in. But they're young enough; they've got so much potential, and I think you then you've got them ready made and then bedded in for a season, such that when you want to move one of Salah, Mane, or Firmino on, if you want to do that the next season, you ready made replacement is there. City did this with Sane, and that's hard to say now because obviously we know he wants to move on and he's been injured or whatever. But getting Bernardo Silva and Sane in, the plan was you can start to phase out the older lads, and you've got world class talent in there already. That is how I would do it. But I don't think Liverpool will. I think Liverpool trust in what they do and I think they trust in the process. And as I say, look at what they've got there. Oxley chamberlain still, has still got loads more to come from him. There's loads more to come from Keita. There's loads more to come from, from Minamino. And then you've got all the young talents as well. Liverpool are very well placed. The good thing is, is what, and, and, and just I mentioned it on the Mbappe stuff, I still wouldn't be surprised if Liverpool did something mega this summer because the Nike deal affords them an exciting opportunity to go and get a world talent and have it almost pay for a portion of itself like never before. Liverpool apparently got a 20% um, fee involved in the the, 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 the licence of fee or whatever involved in the Nike deal, which means they make 20% back on what's being sold, which is, doesn't happen. It's never really happened. Liverpool have certainly never had a deal that does that. You normally licence it, you get your wedging money, and that's it. You're done with that. The notion that shirt sales pays for a player is absolute horseshit. doesn't work like that in football at all. You may be able to do it inside merchandise, but by and large, not from kit sales. All of a sudden... 
Liverpool are getting 20% back on all the Mbappe merchandise and shirts that they're selling, which would be a Nike athlete in a Nike shirt, global superstar, global brand, Liverpool on the global scale, could be absolutely phenomenal and next-level stuff. That's why I think it's a possibility. And if I was playing football manager or, you know, career mode on FIFA or whatever, that's what I would do. That's exactly what I would do. I would make Liverpool a super club for the ages. But would, in reality, if it was down to me and it was my money, would I want to completely blow me wage structure out the window? Would I want to blow me transfer budgets completely for two seasons, probably on one player that I don't really, really, truly need? Because bear in mind, Liverpool are unbeaten, reigning European and world champions. And they've done that without... You know, with Divock Origi as the backup and Shakiri as a backup, and and you know, the, and these kids. Yeah, let me know your thoughts. What would you do in the summer? How would you go and compare it to a team that's basically on the verge of being the, the best Premier League team of all time? What would you do? How would you kick this on? Or do you need to wait and see how the season pans out? Because I think that's fair as well, to be perfectly honest. Um, listen. I say thoughts in the comments below. Flight to fancy. I love a little bit of it. Uh, make sure you look if you if you're wondering where my sweatshirt came from. It's from Threads for Red. Something very exciting with them coming up very very soon indeed. Also, I've got a Patreon, patreon.com forward slash mate. If you want more from me behind the scenes, get more interaction and help support the channel, then go to the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash mate. Nice one, everyone. Mbappe twenty twenty. Why not? The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com.